Jeff, you told us uh, the receivers were doing really well in spring camp and fall camp, uh, so not a surprise, obviously, but has there been kind of a key that has propelled them or, or something? I think, yeah, I think two things. I think, no, I think number one, um, they're being coached really well. Fessy's doing a great job coaching those guys. They move all around. He's able to put them in a variety of positions, which a lot of receivers aren't able to do. A lot of times you have one guy that plays the Z and one guy that plays the F, and um, we're able to move those guys around where we can get them in different spots so that we can best accomplish what we want to with, with utilizing their each guy's skill set. Um, and then the second thing is I think just a great work ethic. I mean, those guys just they show up every day, and they just they work incredibly hard. And we've got a lot of, a lot of uh, older guys with experience, and it's showing up. Um, really important, you know. I mean, I, I, I love 12 personnel, especially if you have tight ends who can spread the field, guys who can block and can receive. And so, yeah, getting him back and being able to get some snaps out of him has been a big difference for us. Is there a difference in his skill set as compared to Matt's? They're, they each have a little slightly different um uh, skill sets, but very similar. I mean, they're they're both similar guys in that uh, they have large frames, big catching radiuses, and so um, we can do similar things with both of them. So when when one of them is in the game and the other's not, um, it, it doesn't have to change what we're doing at all. He went down against Washington last year. How much of a loss was he after that? Significant. Yeah, yeah, it hurt. Forced us to rely on Dallin Holker, who did a nice job, but he was a freshman, and so there were some growing pains that went with that. You mentioned Rana's ability to both block and catch. How do you feel like the receivers have been doing with their blocking responsibilities? The receivers? Yeah, they've been doing a great job. I mean, a lot of those long runs that we've had, um, a lot of the big plays we've had have been because those guys have been blocking. Talon Shumway in particular is one of the toughest guys on our team. Uh, we ask him to do a lot of dirty work, come in the box and crack a linebacker, um, and we put him in position where he's got to do um, a lot of things that a lot of a lot of uh, tight ends have to do at times, and he's more than willing to do it and certainly capable. We're seeing Emmanuel Supa's workload get ramped up here. What does he bring to the table that's different than Tyson? Well, they're slightly different running styles, but similar in that in that they're both guys who can run inside and run outside. They're both reliable blockers. Um, and so not a, not a big difference, just slightly different styles. Um, and, and more than anything, it's just good to have another guy with fresh legs. Do you recall when that uh, RPO, the term RPO, kind of entered the vernacular of college football or maybe even entered playbooks? That's a, that's a good question. Well, the first types of RPOs that, that I remember seeing were bubbles. You know, just a, a lot of people called it a bubble screen, you know, where you had a slot receiver who's arcing away from the line of scrimmage and that's been going on for a while and a lot of that would accompany either a linebacker that was cheating to the box or a blitz and so it was an an answer for the quarterback when you didn't have enough guys to block the blitz and so it started there and then it became more um, what some people call smokes or spots or or, um, smoke you know a bullet anything where a guy's just standing out there and you're throwing to a guy at that spot um, and then it became more elaborate where people are doing quick game concepts and now you know down the field concepts that are that are associated with the run game as well so I don't remember exactly when that was it's it seems so long ago that it's that it's always been a part of the game um, but it's it's certainly grown and I think it's changed the game 
luck being able to open up the playbook, do some of the trick plays you're able to run against USC. Had some success with them. Jaron throwing the ball in the, you know, in the reverse and you know some of those different things that you're kind of been able to implement this year. Well, first I got to credit the offensive staff because those certainly aren't um, mainly my ideas. Most, if not all, are someone else's ideas. And and as I've said the whole time since I've been here, that this is not this is not. Um, even mainly mine. This is a collective effort, and we've got a lot of great minds in the room. And so sometimes uh, Fessy might come up with something, Eric might come up with something. You know, uh, Bucky last year was A Rod's play. You know, and so every week there are different things that come up. Uh, the fake reverse that we ran with Tyson that was Kalani's idea, and so there are a lot of different things that that come across my plate. And the easy thing for me is I can just sometimes choose them, and then I get to call them. That's the fun part. Um, but that's what it starts with. And the second thing is having versatile players who can do a lot of different things and certainly when you have a guy like Jaron but also other guys like like Aleva and and other guys who can do a lot of different things it certainly makes it easier to have those kind of plays in your back pocket you've been pretty pretty pleased with how they've been executed overall yeah we we could have done slightly better on a couple things but for the most part yeah I think we've we've gotten what we wanted out of them